Yo, 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 what's happening, everyone? What's going on? So we're back yo. with another episode. <laughs> you hear another voice in there? I hear another voice. Who was that? Who was that? That voice was none other than the one and only Chris, Chris White, White of the Chris White Show. What's up, guys? Thanks Ooh. for having me. Chris White yeah, of the Chris White yeah. Show. Welcome to the show. Heck yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Clear the Haze, everybody. Um, if you didn't know the show was um, that you're listening to, it's Clear the Haze. Yeah. Uh, I'm Luigi. I'm Willie. Yeah, and so welcome to the show. Yeah, um, this is episode. Here. This is episode 16? It's episode 15, actually. 15, 15, 15. Yes. Oh, that's right, because we had we had Gianfranco on um, the last episode. Shouts out. Um, yeah, you might want to just tilt this, just this up a little bit like this. Yeah. There we go. There we go. And some tef- yeah, technical, difficult, yeah, 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 technical difficulties, <laughs> but yeah. it's all good now. Uh, Chris, we were talking a little bit earlier, um, like literally right before we started this episode. Um, craziest thing we found out about you so far was that you had a whiskey, you got a vodka coming out, but you also have a song out. Like yeah. we just found out. What's that about? Yeah, we're. Uh, I'm in a lot of a lot of different projects. Yeah, I. Uh, so yeah, I, I own a brand called Freedom Hard. Mm. Um, I created it last year, February 28th, and then I incorporated uh, June 6th of last year. And it's it's a brand versus a product, right? So it's it's very important to remember that. So that's one of the reasons why I'm, I guess you could say I'm all over the map with the different projects and stuff that I'm associated with, like having a song, my whiskey and cigars, apparel and watches and all that stuff. But yeah, it's the company that I own. And yeah, we have a, we have a song called Freedom Hard that people can look up on either YouTube or iTunes and uh, listen to it. It's pretty pretty badass. It's, it's a banger. Yeah. It's a banger. Yeah, I like that. I like that. We so I guess your brand is very patriotic, very much uh, pro American. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. So the brand stands for using humor as a platform to showcase patriotism. Uh, humor is very therapeutic. It's a great coping mechanism for those that could be struggling for a plethora of reasons. Right. So the whole idea is it doesn't really matter what your struggles are. If I can make you laugh for five minutes, then you're not thinking about whatever dark space you might potentially be in for whatever reason. And if I can gear it towards patriotism, well, I consider that the Holy grail. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's just cause you're a, mar- you were a Marine, right? You're a veteran. That's right. Served in the Marines from, uh, 2004 to 2008. And, um, I'm a veteran. That's right. Wow. That's you, legit. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like yeah, you've I already see on your page so here, you yeah. guys are, you're blasting cannons yeah. over your shoulders that's and me. stuff. Yep. That's legit. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So um, what's yeah. the, what's the details on, on the song? Like, how can we hear it? How can we? Oh, he was saying get, iTunes. You can, well, I, I, iTunes for sure. But like, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, can you give us like a sample of, of what it's like? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can pull it up on on the on the screen if you want. Uh, okay. I didn't I didn't sing it. So I had people sing it for me, and so my oh, buddy nice. Nick Blankenship, he he has a you know he does that all the time actually. He's, yeah. he's basically a professional artist, and so um, I asked him if he could do a Freedom Hard song with me, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. So let's collaborate and figure out what we want it to be, and so you know came up with a whole bunch of words and lyrics that we wanted and a list that we did not want and yeah. how to get them kind of combined in. And so he just, he just did it. And, uh, he sent me the soundbite of it and I was like, Holy crap, this is awesome. And Ooh. so, uh, he sent me the song and then I, I made a video, which is kind of badass uh, that goes along with it. So I own basically the responsibilities of the video portion. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, cool, man. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you're, you definitely have your hands. Yeah. You're yeah. somewhat of like a, a DJ Khaled type just yeah. assembling <laughs> I know, right? all kinds of talent DJ together. Khaled, yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. That's really so like, what's your background? What, what, who, who was Chris White? What is he all about? 
Yeah, I have a I have a pretty interesting background. It's nothing like Freedom Hard, that's for sure. Um, so I got out of the Marines and then I went straight into oil and gas as I was completing uh, my undergrad at the time uh, in security management. So I started working in manufacturing for uh, downhole oil field tools. And so um, and then I got quickly promoted to a global training coordinator working in the corporate office of like Fortune 300 companies and then climbed the corporate ladder super fast. Uh, basically as like a human capital strategist working on talent acquisition development and retention strategies for technical business units within oil and gas um, and I did that to where I became a senior manager executive uh, in my 20s and then um, I decided to get more into like the veteran community and and you know help a lot of different issues going on like I'm a huge advocate for veteran suicide prevention so it's a lot of the reasons why I do what I currently do so um, Finished my MBA, uh, got into being an entrepreneur, and uh, the rest is history, I guess. Wow. Oh, wow. That's wow. a straight-to-the-point story. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Like, it was just like, this is what happened, this is what I did, and yeah. this is where I am now. And yeah. it's like, Chris White, just very clear... Man, that's awesome. It's like you make it sound like so easy. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Climb the corporate ladder. It was yeah. no big deal, whatever. It's like now I'm here, now I'm doing this. It's like that's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I, there's been a few times in my life where I was, I, I've been able to either take a negative experience and turn it into like some significant motivation to do what I did, you know, blaze a trail and and yeah. you know, let anyone play catch up to me. And then um, there's a couple of times in my life where I've done that, and so. Uh, I, there are a couple of times I was able to turn, you know, negative experiences into that motivation necessary to do those cool things. And so um, whenever I do say, OK, that's it. This is what I'm going to focus on. There's no stopping me. And that's uh, a lot of the success that I've had in my prior life is is credited to that. Nice. Nice. Would you consider yourself more like a like a positive person? Because I know you're saying you take a lot of this negative energy and like these negative experiences. I hope you're not having any anymore. But like when you were you would you would flip them and be like you know what there's a lesson here or there's something i could learn or there's a way where i don't have to experience this again right well for the most part i would say yes uh but i would kind of uh make it a little bit more detailed than that not necessarily for me to go through it again but other people right so i've, I've been i'm a huge proponent of you know others being able to learn from either my failures or my shortcomings or negative experiences and so a lot of what I try to do is, you know, share those messages and the way forward with others so others can do it as well. I mean, like you were saying, I make things sound like, like it easy. They're, they're not easy, but I can assure you this. If I can do these things, there's no way in hell no one else can do it. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, yeah, it seems like you have a plan and then you're just sticking with the plan, you know. Sure. And, and a lot of people will come to LA and they have an idea of what they want, but they don't have a plan. Right. And there's a difference between having an idea of what you want and having an actual plan of action where Definitely. you're getting in, getting what you need done and then getting out of there. And that's uh, you, how much of that would you say is just you as Chris White and how much of that came from like your your time in the military and and just being punctual so much of everything that I am right now is credited to that weird time in my life where I said you know what I'm just gonna do this crazy thing and join the Marines right nice. so uh, <laughs> who I was before and who I am now is completely different in fact so many so many of my friends from like let's say high school or something they look at me on you know social media or something and they're like dude who the hell are you like what the hell you know this we don't, yeah. this is not the guy that <laughs> that we knew back in high school you're completely different and Yes, I'm extremely different, a whole bunch, uh, for, for mostly, you know, all good reasons. Uh, and um, I would say uh, damn near 100% ha the credit has to go down to 
um, my time spent in the military. Because if it wasn't that, then I don't know if I'd be able to take those negative experiences and then turn them into motivation, even if it comes down to my determination as Chris to go and, you know, blaze a trail or whatever. So, yeah, I definitely would credit the time spent in that very structured, disciplined environment uh, in the Marine Corps. Was there ever anything like that that you felt like negativity in the Marines, like or at any situation when you were there? Did you ever feel that way or? Well, no, I mean, I left, I kind of, you could say I left uh, the Marines. It, it wasn't nothing really with the Marines itself. It was like I had a, a bad relationship when I was in the Marines. And so uh, oh. it ended on a very bad note. And so it was like right at the last few weeks of me getting out of the Marines. And I was able to say, okay, I'm not going to have any distractions. I'm not going to let anybody influence me. I know exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go out there and be as successful as I possibly can. And that's why I climbed that corporate ladder extremely fast. And then something very similar again happened at the very end of 2016 and so that's the reason why i created freedom hard wow yeah wow 2016 you said yep 2016 wow and now two years in how do you see it progressing yeah no kidding right from start to now yeah so it's it's a really cool question actually it's probably the coolest question because um i've gone through so much change like so much change, uh, especially just the past two years, but even more so if you were to backtrack an, an additional two years, you know, four yeah. years ago is nothing like what I'm doing now at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, living corporate America life versus being an entrepreneur and all about patriotism, shooting off fireworks and talking about having your own whiskey and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's just unheard of. My fa- my parents and my family, they still don't understand it, right? They're like, what, what's going on? What happened on? to corporate Chris? <laughs> yeah, what yeah, happened exactly. to corporate Chris? Yeah. 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 They, they give me that all the time. They're like, man, you used to wear a suit and tie every day and now you wear, you know, US flag <laughs> underwear and run around and do crazy stuff and so um sounds fun <laughs> yeah i know all right well, that sounds like a good time too well the the point that i was making is that with all that change uh not many not many people can go through that much change uh, and it's not really uh i'm not saying it's like a good or a bad thing because sometimes too much change is too much especially yeah. in a very fast pace because you're all over the map you don't really know what you're doing but right my ability to kind of adapt and overcome into the change has been a good reason for me to not just make change, but make change for the right reasons and then see it through. Nice. Yeah. So going back to, to the whole whiskey thing, how, how did you find yourself making whiskey and what, what's that process like? Cause I'm not exactly certain. I, I wasn't certain when I jumped into it either. <laughs> I, I had not a clue as to what I was doing. So, so it, it kind of comes down to how I created the brand, right? So I, I started doing these viral videos and from from absolutely nothing. February 28th, nothing existed. No direction, concept, vision, strategy, nothing. No name, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so in, in less than, let's let's say about in about seven weeks time, I climbed from, from nothing to 40,000 followers on Facebook. Wow. And everybody was taking note of this. And they're like, holy crap, how, how are you doing this? And so I was like, well, these videos are, are how I'm doing it. And so... I had so like five or six different companies and organizations, uh, people send me all these different products and they're like, Chris, uh, you know, we make these sunglasses. Can we send you these sunglasses and you wear them in your video? Um, Chris, we make these hat and these shirts or whatever. Can we send you these and you wear them in, our, in your video? And I thought, I don't know, send it to me. And so one day I went to go check the mail and I had like five or six different products sitting in the mail from all these different uh, companies. And I'm looking at them thinking, no, I'm not going to wear any of your stuff. Uh, yeah. But if you put my logo on your stuff, let's split the profit 50-50 because every time I market it, you'll sell it and then right. we can split it. So it kind of evolved into like a hybrid between like royalties and affiliate marketing. And so wow. before you knew it, I had a whole bunch of different products that were kind of for sale. And so um, over time, 
I had a lot of people say, oh, you should come up with this project. You should come up with this product and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, no, no, no. Okay, I'll entertain that one. That might be okay. And so sure enough, back in, I think, I think it was April. I think it was April. uh, Someone said, you should come up with your own whiskey. And I'm like, that that's very complimentary of the brand. I think that would probably be a good idea. So I reached out to some distilleries and thought, Hey, if we make a whiskey, who can do this? And how do we, how do we go about doing it? So I partnered with a distillery, uh, justice label distillery. And in about three and a half, four months time, uh, my, my product that didn't exist at all. There was nothing that existed was already on all the, uh, all the shelves and all the total wines and more across the state of Texas. <laughs> what so, the heck? What? Yeah. Yo, wow. yeah. that's crazy. So, they, so like fast. they wow. reached out to you guys and then you were just like, nah, yes, nah, no. Yeah. And then you kind of tailored it to mm-hmm. fit your needs and what you wanted. Yeah. So, I mean, I basically said, this is what I want to do. I came up with a mock-up of like how I wanted the label to look. Um, I came up with the name. It's called Freedom Hard Patriotic Whiskey. And then uh, he's like, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to send you 21 different samples. They're going to taste like crap. They're going to taste like crap because we have to figure out how to fine tune it for the flavor that you want. We've Mm got to start with a base, right? And so we received 21 different samples and uh, picked out like the top three or five of them that we really liked. And then it started to gear us towards all right what you really want is a five-year kentucky that will rectify and corpus and we'll add you know all the uh different flavors and and blend it there and sure enough the final product um the final product came in the mail and i drank it and i i look over at a couple of people i'm like this the distiller is playing a joke on us there's no fucking alcohol in here (laughs) and so he's like trust me there's alcohol in here and so i'm like no this there's this is not a cool this is not funny and so yeah i would drink some more shots of it i'm thinking oh shit it's starting to catch up now yeah so it's dangerously smooth because Ooh. it's not like whiskey at no all. bite yeah, yeah. There's no bite at all. <laughs> oh i love that suddenly you're at the train station and all the trains arrive and yeah. <laughs> yeah. shit yeah, yeah. yeah it's like you, you drink half that bottle and you have to go out with a mouthpiece because you're <laughs> falling <laughs> on the ground yeah that sounds like a great time oh yeah. so what's yeah. the name of the brand so it's freedom hard patriotic whiskey okay and then, uh Probably, probably late December, early January, I'll have um, f- Freedom Hard Eagle Spit Vodka as well. Eagle Ooh, Spit Vodka? Eagle Spit. <laughs> that's that so sounds, patriotic. Yeah. yeah I that love that. Patri- and that's, that whole process is, er- everything is going to be available at the same time, or is the whiskey available now? The, v- the whiskey is available now. People okay. can order it online. Uh, 33 of the 50 states are eligible to receive the product. Um and uh total wines and more across the state of texas has it and at the end of this month i don't have the information on me right now but there's a liquor store very close to here actually um that's going to be eligible to receive it uh, at the end of this month and then nice we'll have to try yeah let us know well hopefully when the vodka launches i'll have a national distributor because everybody drinks vodka yeah so that'll be delivered across the united states whenever i launch the vodka yeah do you get to russia be a billionaire yeah Yeah. (laughs) i know right do you guys get to decide the pricing or is how does that all work yeah we get to decide the pricing uh but you you still go with you know market data points right so Mm. you know we roll out a five-year kentucky and so essentially what needs to happen is you go out there and say okay who are the five-year kentuckys and what are their price points Mm. what how big is their bottle is it a 750 milliliter are they well established um what's Cause it's not, it's not like how much I want to charge for it because I have to sell my product to a distributor and then a distributor has to sell it to a bar or a liquor store. So everyone has to make money in this. Right. So mm. I can't just be like, yeah, we're going to sell it for $75. Well, 
No, because I have to sell it to the distributor. He has to make money, sell it to his reps, and then they have to go out to a liquor store, and then they have to make money off it. So if nobody's buying it for that insane price point, yeah. I just killed the brand. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The, it's very complicated, yeah. yeah. Out of out of all the, the brands, I, I, I guess out of all the items that you've sold, which one do you think sells the most, or which one sells the most? Yeah, it's it's definitely the whiskey and also my cigars. Uh, probably Probably more the cigars in terms of, uh, units, you know, we've sold over 1,100 boxes of the wow. cigars, and each box has 10 cigars in them. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's 11,000 cigars. Yeah, well, wow. it's, yeah, it, it's at a minimum. It's, it's more than that too, but yeah, at a minimum, I know that's for sure gone through inventory. Yeah. Wow, wow. that's 11,000 cigars have been smoked because of Chris White. Yeah, right? <laughs> Chris yeah. White. Yeah, I went to uh, Cuba not too long ago, and they're crazy about their cigars over there. Yep. Um, what's it, where, what's your process? Yeah, so I partnered with uh, with a guy named Oscar Valadares who makes the cigars in Honduras. So Ooh. in October last year, I flew to Honduras with him. Uh, he owns his own factory with like 400 workers there, and so everything's nice. handmade, hand-rolled, everything. Uh, so we went through the facility and, and watched um, everybody make the cigars. So we watched them roll them, uh, package it, you know, wrap it, seal up the boxes, and then ship them to Houston where we it operates kind of like a wholesale distributor from there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and then you go ahead. Do you have to like so do you have because I know every every cigar is different. Some have, you know, some are high maintenance, some are low maintenance. Do you have to have yours in a humidor or are they ready for when you're ready? Yeah. So the the box comes sealed. Um, it's it's a really cool box too. Every, a lot of people just literally just buy it just because of the box. And they don't care about the cigars. Um, this is my change in there. It's actually really really cool. Yeah, in fact, one person turned it into a guitar actually, which is pretty what? badass. Uh, but the op- the box operates like a humidor um, as long as the seal isn't broken. So once they break yeah. open that plastic wrap, then it's kind of like all right, the, the clock starts to tick now. Let's for, smoke them. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's cool. So the proper form for cigar, I was told, is to just casually puff on it. You don't, you don't really want to like inhale it like a cigarette Correct, per se. Yeah. Just yeah, just casually puff so on it. That's all right. lips. Yep. Mm. So if you get like a nice little buzz on your lips, then you know you got some some good cigar work mm-hmm. here. Yeah, because you, it. I mean, if and I'm not even like a cigar connoisseur. What what fun, what was funny is that in my videos that I used to make, I would always be smoking like the cheapest cigars ever uh, just because I'd get them ruined and I would literally, literally just throw it onto the ground and get a new one. I mean, I'd spend like five bucks for five cigars. That's how cheap oh, it was. Wow. Yeah. And so yeah. I had so many people come up to me like, well, what kind of cigars do you smoke? I'm like, dude, I don't know. It's just a cheap cigar. I don't even think there is a name for it. And so they're like, well, that's the wrong answer. You need your own cigar. And I'm like, that is a good answer. I let me figure out how to make my own cigar. So, <laughs> um, so that's what I, that's what I did. So, you know, moving forward, I'm gonna come up with you know more cigars. I would like to have them actually dipped uh, so they're infused within my whiskey, which would actually be pretty badass. Ooh. Whoa! Ooh! Damn! That sounds like a crazy time right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, know, right? I'm just well, like it's, yeah. it's complimentary yeah. of the lifestyle. Like if you go to like a whiskey or a cigar lounge, you you walk in there and people, you know, usually an older demographic, they're they're puffing yeah. on their cigars, but they're also probably drinking some some nice scotch or whiskey along with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is that your demographic the one that you're chasing or um it's part of my demographic for sure. It's 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 definitely complimentary of the brand. It's uh it's it's a good uh percentage of the demographic that are the followers and customers for Freedom Hard. But it's also the direction that I want to take uh, the brand into as well. I want to be able to open up my own whiskey and cigar uh, Freedom Hard lounges, basically, mm. and then eventually franchise out all across the U.S. That's tight. Hey, man, everything else you've 
planned up to yeah. now has worked out. I so know, all right? I'm, like, I'm confident going. that you're going to execute this as well, too. Yeah, wow. it's a matter of time. I, I really think it's going to be successful. It all really comes down to, well, and there's a lot that it comes down to, but the most critical part is this be beyond the funding of it is, is getting the first location in the right in the right spot. Yeah. 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 So do you come out to Los Angeles often? I know you're you're from Texas, you say. Right? As of late, I've been coming often, um, you know, doing the Chris White show uh, and planning for it. I was the last time I was out here was about a month and a half ago. I went to, I was on the show Ridiculousness, actually. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, they, they played one of my my mega viral videos and they asked me if they could, you know, sublease it to go put on their TV show. And I yeah. thought yeah do it and so i asked well can i come to watch it like in the studio and they're like yeah so <laughs> i came out to be uh on the show and it was funny because while they're playing my video rob the host is looking over at me and he's like i'm still pretty much wearing the patriotic stuff that i'm wearing in the video and he's like i bet you're wearing u.s flag underwear aren't you and i thought <laughs> you want me to show you and he's like yeah do it and so i t- took my pants off and everybody in the entire studio is chanting usa it was pretty funny yeah it's it's really hilarious how it that happened. sounds super epic i hope they got that on video yeah, they, shout they, out the camera guy was literally right next to me so as i did it like the camera is close up on me while <laughs> yeah. all of america all the women of america are like yeah yeah it's chris it's hilarious um well, there uh, there was a question that I wanted to ask you. Um, it, do, do you think it's very interesting how how like everything like you've been chasing all of these different things, like he was saying, and it, they are all working out. Isn't that kind of wild? Like that you left this one lifestyle and then you started. You just started. We talked about it yesterday. How you were you, you became more f- filled with risks, right? You started taking yeah. more risks, and oh, then yeah. suddenly things just started. You know, you manifested them, and then they worked. Yeah. So, and I'll just tell you, you know, my life was very different, you know, at, you know, in 2016. So I'll just tell you what the negative experience was at the very end of 2016, I was supposed to get married and my fiance left me 30 hours before the wedding. So, you know, what happened was I very devastating time. Of course, I, I, I ran away to Mexico on a one-way ticket and I spent about nine days there. I came back and then I spent six weeks day drinking all the alcohol from the wedding that I paid for that never took place until my buddy, you know, reaches out to me. And he's like, you might want to start pulling your head out of your ass now and do something about this. And so, um, he's like, I think you should get into marketing. And I was like, I don't, I don't really know what that means. I don't know what you mean by that. And so I sat on it for like three days and then I, um, I created freedom hard. So at that moment, that's whenever I decided to say, okay, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to toy with it. I'm not going to like fiddle around with this idea. I really jumped in head first and thought and thought, okay, I'm going to do this. So immediately from that point, um, everything changed because I used to be, uh, you know, so reluctant to take risk. I like never saw the benefit from it. I was like, nah, I'm okay with my lifestyle. I'm pretty content. Call me complacent, whatever. I don't really care. I'm, I'm happy with it. And mm-hmm. so um, it was at that moment, like, I'm not happy with it. You know, I, I feel like I can do a whole lot more. I'm shortchanging myself. And so um, I'm willing to take a significant amount of steps backwards so that I can go much further down the road. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that yeah. was good. I can. It's like, oh, wow. hit this dead end. So let's just reverse it. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Brand new road. Head a different way. That's cool, man. And now everything's all good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of problems and, and issues that I'm always having to struggle with. I mean, it's not easy being an entrepreneur, business owner, especially within that initial two year period as well. But you yeah. know, I've made some bad decisions and things didn't go according to plan. And, and I've I've jumped into creating too many products versus fine tuning which ones I need to focus more on, of course. But it's yeah. all part of the process, you know. Yeah, and that seems like something that comes up frequently because we we're yesterday we were watching the show The Prophet and 
that guy was basically having the same issue where he was creating too many different things mm-hmm. and not focusing what was really working. Sure. And once, I mean, once you narrow that down, then what? You're good to go. Yeah. So, I mean, I th- shout out to you, man. You're really making it happen over here. Yeah, you went. You, the whiskey started working really yeah, good. So right. you're like, let me make a vodka. Like, that's the smartest thing to do. Most people yeah. would just be content with the whiskey. Be like, wow, my whiskey's doing well. It's like, yeah, grow that bitch. <laughs> just, yeah. keep, just keep pouring yeah. money into it. Like, that's so crazy. And I mean, five years to wait on your finished product, that's dedication that as well. Dedication. Yeah. Well, so with with the whiskey it's uh well let's just talk any liquor at all like for most people that start their own liquor um it's usually someone just you know having a barbecue with their friends or whatever like oh it'd be a really good idea if i had my own liquor or something like that and they'll go out and do it but i i I don't take those approaches why i'm not a product-based organization i'm a brand because i'd already built the brand before i jumped into products so Mm. whenever it's time to come up with those you know crazy off the wall ideas I already have the following to kind of calibrate with and say, what do you think about this? And if it's positive, then you fucking do it. Right. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I see you have like your t-shirt on right now. It says I stand. I stand for America. Oh, that's cool. I stand for America. We're going to have to hit the merch shop in a second here. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Freedomhard.com. You heard that here first. Can I ask you a personal question? Probably. (laughs) Uh, okay uh because yesterday we when we i was so yesterday i was on the chris white show which was a blast um go check it out um but you asked me yesterday and i don't think i ever really answered the question because there was so much going on that there were so many things we talked about but you asked me what kind of started for me this the conversation of mental health right and what kind of drove me to get to where i am now like creative director um so i was thinking about it yesterday and i and i usually know the answer and it's probably because um it was actually during high school. I went through a really bad breakup and it was like, I became super reliant on that person that I was like now depressed and then they're not in my life anymore. Like, you know, all that, all that mental state just was thrown into me. And so it just, it just personally like that, that to me was what drove me to like, because it honestly like kind of shifted my, my way of thinking. Cause I was like, I was relying on one person for way too long. Like, I need to just step out away from it and then, you know, become, become my, my, my own person. And so I, I, that's, that's what I would say to that. But I would say, what was, would you say that that moment based on everything that happened in 2016, was that kind of what, once you, once you got to freedom hard, you were like, this is, I can do more for people. I don't want other people to feel how I felt. I don't want like, cause you know, you say you want to make people laugh. You want to make, you want people to be happy. It's like, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who do things out there that are just like, I just want money. I just want, and I did not get that vibe from you yesterday, man. I got the vibe yeah. of like, I want, I want to make other people smile. I want to make other people happy. So, man, I just know that there's going to be so many people in the future that you're just going to run into, that you're going to meet, that you're going to be like, you're such a positive influence. You're just, you're a force now. You're no longer just a singular person, you know? So right. that's really awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. So the, I have um, competitors, if you want to call them that or whatever, people that operate in the same arena. How about that versus competing against each other? So, yeah. uh, you know, they, they're, they're similar. I can always, you know, argue to the cows come home on how we're different or whatever. But uh, some of these, these brands and, and companies are very, very successful, you know, over a hundred million dollar, you know, brands and companies out there that are in the same arena as I am. And so, uh, and there's about, I would say effectively in the same arena, there's probably, it's probably about six or seven of us and I'm still like the little guy versus all of them. Cause I just started this, you know, less than two years ago and they've been around for you know, six, seven, eight years. So, okay. um, 
I'd rather be known as the guy that helped reinvigorate patriotism mm. by the platform in which I've created to do so versus somebody, you know, going out there and buying my product. So if it was either one of the two, yes, I still want to make money. That's why you create a business, of course. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if I had to make a decision, I'd sacrifice you buying my stuff just knowing that I'm helping to reinvigorate patriotism in America. Mm. And what do you what do you think about uh, the idea of uh, or how you know how people say like, oh, patriotism's not alive like it it was in the you know 50s 60s maybe even 70s like well, how do you how do you counter that argument and and say actually no there are people who oh it's still this. here it's still here it's just decentralized yeah. right oh. so it's broken and so yes. that's why I'm, I'm always preaching the only way forward is through unity and so it's mm. really about connecting all these silos together it's out there i can assure you yeah you swim around on any of my social media platforms you can see that it exists in every corner of the united states but oh yeah it's it's uh it's fragmented right so mm-hmm. everything that i'm trying to do is identify them and then try to find a way to connect them through uh unity you know yeah so you, you do that through laughter and, oh, yeah. and your videos and mm-hmm. things like that. That's right. That's cool. That's I want to really check. Cool. Out, I want to check out your page now. Like I, I, I've been looking at it this whole time, man. It's it's first of all, you have a ton of people that like your page, yeah. like a lot. Like, wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> just it's just. I mean, he's a famous guy. Chris I, White is famous. Yeah, he, he has like my my friends are following your page and stuff. Like, <laughs> and now he's crazy. on the show, bro. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, that's, cr- hey man. Like, next thanks, time you see them, <laughs> thanks for coming. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is awesome. No, definitely. Um, I would say one one last thing. Um, well, there's a couple of other things that I want to talk about, but um, what what would you say like now that you like you say lounges, you say you want to do that stuff? Would that also incorporate like? all of your whiskeys and yeah, stuff absolutely. being in there. Yeah. So it's like, so you would want to involve all your products as well, like in yeah, there. And it may not be all of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going through the getting lean and identifying like what's a top one versus top three or top two or three tiered products mm-hmm. uh, that's complementary to the portfolio. But yeah, for sure. Not, and not just my brands, but uh, patriotic brands as well. So that's like, cool. yeah, like America bourbon is, um, a brand that's not mine, but it's all about supporting patriotism and it's a bourbon. I have a five year Kentucky. And so, I see no reason why that and as other liquors can't be sold in, in the same Freedom Hard Lounge as anyone else. It's all about to support patriotism. Yeah. So patriotism lounge. I like your attitude, I man. Like it. so, yeah, it's like why I don't need to be the only guy here. Yeah. We can yeah, all have fun. That's the whole concept. You know, yeah. I have the brand Freedom Hard, but you don't have to buy Freedom Hard products to Freedom Hard. Right. right. Hey, <laughs> Just so long as you're hanging out in the lounge, it's yeah, all good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys get a, like a peak amount of sales during like Fourth of July? Like so many people go hard. That is definitely the peak season for yeah, let's say, right? for uh, for not just sales, but the growth of the brand as well. Because I usually <laughs> try to time uh, some of my crazy stunts and videos and stuff right before the Fourth of July, and that's yeah. whenever. <laughs> that's whenever. That's like our Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Right. I have a buddy that just absolutely loses it over yeah. you would think it's christmas the yeah. way he's so excited <laughs> yeah. he has like america flag everything mm-hmm. independence day yeah it's exactly. yeah it's no i've seen people with like american flag suits and i'm just like mm-hmm. you went yeah. all out for all this out. like that's awesome yeah really? you know i don't know if i i'll wear a hat i like i will I've had I had an American flag shirt once, and that yeah. was just because I was in Texas, and I was and everybody w- it was at the church, and everybody was wearing them. So I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'll, yeah. I'll go hard, I'll go freedom hard today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, as a person who grew up with a dad in the military, I appreciate it. I appreciate your service. We just yeah, had thank Veterans you for your service. Day. 
Thanks. So thank you for all of that. I mean, I'm I'm sure you entered during a crazy time in yeah, no in our just history of a country. So for, for what what was that like during that four year stretch for you? Uh, I, I served the most basic time in the Marines. I don't I didn't ever, I don't have that conventional type of uh, background in the military that you'd probably assumed. Uh, yeah. You know, with me saying I served in the Marines, it was pretty basic, but. Yeah, I, I spent two years over in Japan, and then I spent my last year and a half uh, in South Carolina. So, I mean, I traveled to a whole bunch of countries whenever I was, you know, doing the weird stuff that I did in the military. But yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't go over to the sandbox in the Middle East. Or yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, thank God, you know, mm-hmm. it's cool yeah. that if you go, you know, but it's also cool if you don't go. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, hey, yeah. my dad did 22 years in the military. He never went either. So. Sure. Yeah, it's it's different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I mean, everything know. happens for a reason. Is yeah. kind of what I'm led to believe. You know. Yeah. Do, do they um let you kind of decide where you want to end up? Or oh no, it doesn't happen like that at mm-hmm. all. It's the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to decide anything. It's then, like, hey, you wake up, get your PCS. Oh, we're yep. going. Well, we'll see you he, later. he was saying that they asked him, like, do you want to stay in the States or do you want to travel, like, around the world? And he said, just send me somewhere. And then yeah. they were like, you're going to Japan tomorrow. It's like, what the right. heck? Like, yeah, right. moments notice. Yeah. Like, okay. Yep. <laughs> but Japan's cool. Yeah, Japan's yeah, awesome. I liked, I liked it a lot. Yeah. What that's... was your favorite part about Japan? Uh, the beaches. The beaches are super cool there. What? Interesting. Uh, I've never heard. Yeah, I never that. thought about Japanese so, beaches. Right. I never so thought I was about Japanese on beaches. Okinawa, which is oh, very, yeah. very different than mainland Japan. Extremely different. Uh, and it for the longest time, and still might even be so now. Uh, it was the number one tourist attraction in the world for scuba diving. What? Yeah. Wow. Scuba diving. Wow. Yeah. Who would have knew? The yeah. water is crystal clear from very far out. Wow. Did you get a chance to do it? Uh, I didn't really went scuba diving. I just went snorkeling, oh, snorkeling uh, over there. Are you part of the tourism industry there? Because <laughs> you've definitely convinced me. Like, yeah, I know. Well, like, let me look at these Any, flights anytime here. Anytime you go to the beach, you, you see a lot of people going out there to do it. I mean, oh, especially cool. during the summertime, it's it's really cool to go out there and just take a look at it. Yeah, mm. yeah. My my uh, my cousins and my uncle they spent like six years at uh, Kadena. Kadena Air Force Base. Yeah, yep. yeah. I've been there many times. Yeah such a such a cool place i just i grew up in korea a little bit so anywhere in the asia is is cool by me they have the coolest stuff for the cheapest rates and i don't know it's just it's just awesome shout out to uh our asian american friends and just asia in general because uh anytime i go i have a blast so if you guys get a chance check it out definitely yeah do you do you are you are you uh like pro more military or like less military do you think oh i'm super pro military like more veterans. military yeah like, absolutely um it's a cool experience i mean i, I wouldn't say i i'm one of those guys that everybody needs to go into the military after high school no because there's a lot of people just are not built for it at yeah all. like they, <laughs> yeah. they're already being set up for failure for you to tell something yeah, like that. yeah uh but i mean if you're up for um if you're up for challenging yourself or you just even if you're just fucking adventurous, yeah. uh, I definitely say it's a good idea for sure. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. And you were in Paris Island, I assume? For- I was stationed in Paris Island. I actually went to boot camp in San Diego, but then they, oh, they wow. were stationed in Paris Island. <laughs> God, it was the worst duty station ever. It's like, should flip-flop those yeah. around, please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, yeah, I, I'm sorry you had to spend all that time at Paris Island. Like, it sucks. <laughs> it does suck. <laughs> There's it's nothing cool It's just above Savannah where I was for mm-hmm. a while, and... Yep. 
man, I tell you, passing through there, you're like, wow, when am I almost home yet? Because there's yep. nothing but trees and swamp. Swamp, yeah, and mosquitoes. Are those like training grounds or? Yeah, that's where the boot camp is for uh, everyone on the east side of the Mississippi and all females. What the heck? <laughs> east side of the Mississippi and all females? Yeah. Is that like the main recruiting camp or yeah, like the main? Yeah, there's two recruiting depots. So there's one in San Diego for everyone on the west side of the Mississippi, all the guys. And then um, for Paris Island, which is on the east coast, all all males that go into Marine Corps boot camp that are on the east of the Mississippi, they go there and all females from everywhere go there. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Dang. I, if I want to join the Marines, I got to move to the east. So I guess. I mean, you go there for 13 weeks for boot camp, and then yeah. God knows where you're going to go after that. But, yeah, that's just how it works. Facts, though. God knows. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else. It's like. Nobody knows. All right. Let me. Ju- that was. Was that an interesting day? Like, you wouldn't make friends, right? By that point, with all the other people, you would have made some friends. So, it's like everybody's reading out where they're going to be stationed. Like, oh, where are you going to be? It's like. Yeah. That's I mean, interesting. You know, I. Uh, so, after boot camp, they, I went to. They, they sent us to Marine Combat Training, which is in Camp Pendleton uh, up here in California. But then. My school was in uh, was in Virginia, Fort Eustis, I think is what it was called. And then from there, everybody was getting their orders. Where are you actually going to go be stationed for the next two years? And that's whenever they told me, um, pretty much in two days, you're going to Japan. I'm like, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, okay, like, what else can you say at that point? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> do, you, um, do you feel like, personally, this is just my opinion on veterans. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of... There's very pro-military, like, join the military, but then once you get out of the military, it's like, I feel like the government is very bad with the veterans a lot of the time, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's a lot of the reason why there's a, a ton of struggles, you know, the transition yeah. from a service member to becoming a veteran is, uh, is, is, is one of the most overlooked struggles that happens in all of, not just America, but for, for any service, uh, for any country, because the UK is going through those, those issues right now as well. And so oh, wow. Um, wow. it's a lot that. of the reasons why it leads to suicide, because these people are struggling for a plethora of reasons, right? <clears throat> Marital issues, trying to find a job, training, just being integrated back into society as a whole, uh, drug overdose, alcoholism, and then, you know, that just compounds the problems that lead to the worst kind of problems we could ever think of, which is, you know, suicide or something like that so uh-huh. uh, it's it's a it's a severe issue because you, you go away let's say for four years to go train in the military which you're there for two main reasons right and it's it's those those reasons are not normal within the civilian sector so yeah. you've done that for four years now or even longer sometimes up to 20 years and then they give you like two or three weeks let's say they give you six weeks to get acclimated to becoming a civilian again yeah this shit doesn't add up yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. how life works you're like wait yeah. where am like, i again right like, you're gonna want to stay indoors for a while i, I mean at least give them the amount of weeks it took to go through boot camp but a reverse effort yeah right? so yeah I mean, it took you 13 weeks to train to become a marine and you're just a basic marine at that you give them two weeks to go become a civilian after <laughs> you got four years of experience under your belt it just yeah work like that yeah. yeah so how do you transition from 5 a.m starts getting that PT into yeah. like, Oh, I don't go to work until like nine. Like, yeah. What do I do with all this extra time? And yeah. Stuff without like that, that, without that, that, and it's not just like the structured slash, you know, discipline aspect of it. I mean, there's a whole bunch that more that goes into it. Everything's given to you like on a platter, basically in the military. You yeah. It sounds bad, but you don't really have to do much except just what you're told. Right. right so you don't right. really have to like go out there and figure stuff out on your own. Like it's already there for you in the military. Uh, nothing's there for you when you get out of the military. Yeah. You've got to go figure it out. On yeah. Your own. yeah. Housing, food, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Wow. You like nobody is, there's no services. There's no organizations or 
There are. Um, unfortunately, there's too many, and it gets um, oh. it, it's it's kind of like the epitome of like muddying the waters a bit because some of them are there for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. um, and then they're all they're mostly like geography based as well. So it depends on where you're at, and then what mm-hmm. kind of struggles you're going through, or what you're kind of looking to to accomplish, and uh, it's it's very decentralized. So there's not really like a core center led effort or approach to solving the issues because it really comes back down to the government anyway, and so the government doesn't really have anything to do with you once you take off that uniform for the last time you know mm, that's very interesting i i that's messed up yeah honestly. Like, like i'm like people dude. are literally dedicating their lives to you and your cause and when, then also when, your country too well like, yeah like i mean that's that's the main cause is you're servicing your country yeah. but show some love to the guys that dedicated themselves to you yeah you know me i'm referring to the government and our sure, country sure. as a whole you know a lot of people are like oh a lot of people have misguided hate towards soldiers and vets and people like that that served like there's a real danger that they put themselves in the middle of and the potential for that danger is just as great as actually being there so sure. you know it's it's one thing to sit you know behind your desk of your corporate job and then talk all this trash. And then it's another thing to really understand what these people go through on a daily basis. And after they're relieved of duty, what they have to continue to go through. So, you know, I I feel like we should have a little more uh, respect and a little more, uh, you know, understanding for that process because I've seen the process firsthand and it's, it's tough. I mean, if you're not prepared for it, it'll it'll just swallow you up. Well, yeah. I I almost feel like like veterans in that transition you kind of speak of um, those two weeks. It's it o- it would almost feel like someone who was in a prison, who you're yeah, back into civilization, exactly. and it's now you're analogy. like, yep. you're just suddenly like, wait, I'm not in a prison anymore. Like I'm free. This is so weird, yeah. right? This is so weird because it's like I can go to a grocery store. And just get groceries now and I don't have to feel weird about I got to check in with someone yeah. or I got to yeah. tell someone where I'm going to be. It's like, no, I'm living my own life again. And this is super strange. Like yeah. I would I don't know. I feel like that would personally like I, I could totally see the reasons for suicide because that the mental capacity to just be able to take all this information in and then just say, OK, now you got to just keep going. Now, now you got to go and build a life like away from the military because that's already a, a period of your life that has happened. Yeah. And now you got to start a new one people will break for that. Like people will break for less. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's why there's a huge issue that, you know, needs to yeah. be addressed when it's mental health. Um, and not just in America, it's across the globe, to be honest with yeah. you. And again, it's another reason why I created the brand freedom hard, you know? Yeah. I mean, awesome. look at Skid Row, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's full of veterans. I pass them all the time. Really? And the VA is there, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't do enough in terms of like mental health, which, a lot of people have underlying yeah. issues. Like they might not be physically messed up, but like mental, mental is just as part of the physical as anything else is your foot. So, you know, I, I feel like that being said, you know, if you have a chance, folks go out, donate your time, donate your energy and, and just show some love and support because you know, everyone needs it. Yeah. Don't veterans are not supposed to just be appreciated on veterans day. It's supposed yeah. to be a constant 
you know at least if you live in america like i feel like america uses that so much of like yeah military like Mm -hmm. you see it everywhere it's constantly being advertised and then you look at the almost like the dark side of it and it's like well there's so many homeless veterans like that to me when i found that i was in texas and then they always advertise like join the military join the army Mm -hmm. and join the air force and then you're just like but they're like i literally have homeless veterans in the city now that i've talked to that have been like, yeah, I, I served for six years. I was served for and seven there years. There are some programs what? like I I just joined up with Wounded Warrior Project, um, and they do a lot of stuff. They they have a volunteer portion. Um, there are two sides. There's like the uh, we're giving away cool things portion, and then there's like the you volunteer your time portion. And right. they they do things where like they build houses and stuff like that. It's actually pretty cool. But uh, there you know there's options out there. Well, um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for thank you so much for coming, Chris. Yeah, um, yeah, this yeah. has been a, a blast. Like it has. Um, we know we won't keep you too much longer. We know you got to get out of here. He's got to get to the airport. Yeah, go catch a flight to Texas. Yeah. yeah. Well, next time you're in town, um, maybe we'll see you again, and yeah. we can we can link up and yeah. you know take a couple shots. Take a couple yeah, shots of the whiskey for sure, right? <laughs> maybe, I'm like, yeah. maybe my vodka will be ready by then. Hey, hey, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Come hey. over. Either we'll way, a party. we like it all. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a blast. Uh, where can people find you, uh, the company and yourself? Yeah, Freedom Hard, which is uh, freedomhard.com. Uh, if you want to send an email, it's info at freedomhard.com. We're also on pretty much all the social media channels. Uh, Instagram is Freedom Hard USA, uh, Facebook Freedom Hard USA as well. Awesome. awesome. All right. Well, keep out on the lookout. Yeah. You know, stay on the course, people, and America first. America first. America, America forever. First. Uh, all right. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next episode. All right. Take it easy. Peace out. <laughs>